Last time on this podcast, we addressed how to overcome dysfunctional patterns that you learned as you were growing up from your family of origin. Now, today we're going to follow up and offer a healthy approach for your parenting here and now. Even if you're a bit discouraged, I know you're going to find some hope today. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Danny Huerta. He leads our parenting department here at Focus. And let's go ahead and hear more from a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Mylon and Kay Yurkovich. They are such an articulate, understanding, caring, and transparent couple. And uh, they offer some great insights about how the family you grew up in influences your family now. And then lastly, as we talk about avoider, pleaser, vacillator, controller, victim, we've covered a lot of ground there for the discussion. The place we want to be is secure connector. Uh, Describe that. Well, the secure connector is raised in a home where uh, they learn to take their pain and their difficult emotions into relationship. There's a wide range of emotions. Every emotion is okay, and they're taught to manage those emotions appropriately as they grow up. So when you become a secure connector, you're going to be able to really emotionally engage with your kids. Their feelings aren't going to overwhelm you. You're going to be able to help them learn what to do with those difficult emotions that we all face. You'll be able to say no. It's not going to be a feeling of like, well, I can't say no or my kids won't like me. Uh, So a secure parent brings a lot into the relationship. They're coming from a place of strength as a parent. And they're taking the skills that they've learned into their parenting. You know, the Bible says a pupil can't really rise above the teacher. And so what we had to do was we had to change ourselves as parents. Uh, Instead of changing our kids, we really had to look at ourselves and say, where are we lacking this secure connection, these traits? Where do we need to grow up to be better parents? Well, and what you're saying very clearly is it starts with the parents. I mean, don't blame it on your children. If you're seeing behavior issues there... You can look probably at yourself look first. at yourself and your parenting style, and you'll probably find some answers there. Absolutely. Even though, rightfully, I mean, kids like all of us were born with independence at some point, but that's manageable. Right. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Okay. Let me give you an example. Maybe you can determine for me. This literally just happened this morning. So um, I go to the pantry. I find four empty boxes in the pantry. Right? <laughs> a cereal box, a Trisket box, a protein bar box. And I took them out and I kind of put them down on the floor. And then the boys eventually woke up. And I said to the boys, whoever took the last one out of each of these boxes, I want you to throw it away. Well, it turned into this whole discussion. You don't have to get so angry, Dad. <laughs> and I'm going, no, I'm saying this very plainly. I just want you to throw the box away because I'm not the pantry cleaner. And if you've taken the last item out of the box, throw the box away. And, I mean, it literally it lit this whole discussion about, and I, I'm finally saying, guys, it's not about how I'm asking you to get it done. I'm telling you, you're not doing your fair share if you're taking the last item out of the box and leaving it in the pantry. Nope, there you go. You're getting angry again. I go, you guys, you're not, oh. you're not hearing me. And, oh, by the way, you could have already done it and, <laughs> right. if you hadn't argued with it me. It turned into this big debate. I go, just throw the box away. <laughs> and uh, Troy particularly was just really, he really wanted to go with me on this and fight me on How it. How old but is Troy? He's 13. Oh, well, see, yeah, I we thought go. I was going to guess. I think you got some teenagers in your house. <laughs> but what what's happening in that dynamic? Why aren't they getting it? Uh why aren't they listening why, to you? Yeah. Why, why don't <laughs> What's teenagers just listen to us? Yeah. 
teenagers don't listen because they are on the cusp of coming from childhood into adulthood, and their brains are undergoing this massive transformation where they are actually pruning circuitry in their brain and laying down new pathways, which makes them very squirrely. It's like construction projects on the freeway. So they're challenging to work with. What I challenge parents to do and what we we encourage all parents to do when we get into teenage years is lessen the amount of rules in the house and work it down to three things, which your illustration clearly brings up. Number one, I want my teenagers to know what respect is. I want them to know what it means to be responsible. And I want them to know what it means to be productive. Now, the empty boxes have to do with all of those. You see, I'm not respecting the household, you see, uh, and I'm not being respectful to the rest of the people in the house. I'm not being responsible if I ate this last one to throw it away and maybe put it on the Costco list, you know. And I'm not being (laughs) productive to figure out how to make this home work. These are the three things I want teenagers to get to know and then personally absorb as as values rather than having tons of rules so they get the larger concepts. This is some great insight from Mylan and Kay Yurkovich, Danny, and um, I'd like to ask a little bit about something they were talking about. Um, If you're a secure connector, um, how do you stay that way? How do you find consistency in your own parenting role? It's a great goal. Security, being a securely attached person is basically what they're getting at, yeah. uh, connector. Really, it begins with not parking in the victim spot, right? Just not parking there. You know, <laughs> you may pass by and go, oh, in this moment, I felt that way. But it's not parking there and being able to see your past as part of who you are. This is the pain and awe is your story. And you're going to see it through a lens of grace, forgiveness, understanding. Uh, I've, I've seen some people go to secure connection by being able to, to see another person as a separate person, not intentionally trying to harm them, hmm. but in their brokenness, things spilled out and they were part of my story. And I love them, forgive them, and they've moved past that. And they're looking at the present moment rather than getting stuck in the past and parked in that victim spot and missing hmm. everything else. And uh, so it's really about being able to embrace the life they have through that lens of grace and forgiveness and desiring to love and connect with other people. And uh, it, it it's hard to stay in there all the time mm-hmm. because in reality, we're hurt by other people, we're betrayed by people, and the secure connection means I'm going to be securely connected to people even when you can hurt me. And knowing that people may hurt you, but rarely is it an intentional mm-hmm. hurt. And in that process, if somebody intentionally hurts you, you can put the boundaries. You're empowered to put boundaries there and not have to try to connect with them. And you don't have to receive their love. You can give love, but you don't, you're not thirsty for that person's you're love. You're not craving you can, it. Yeah. Right. And you yeah. can go and attach with, with others, being able to give of that love, not needing the love from people. Yeah. This attachment theory stuff is just fascinating to me. And I've learned so much, and I've used some of this language with my own kids just to say, ah, you know... I think I missed a few things along the way here. Mm. And they're very forgiving. I mean, I've maintained kids are forgiving. I'm seeing it now again as I have these so conversations true. with my adult children. I just want to encourage you, learn this stuff to the best of your ability and, and, and 
you know, whatever bandwidth you can uh, devote to it, get a copy of the book by Mylan and Kay. It's going to be informative for you. It's going to possibly change how you do parenting and benefit your kids in the process. It's a wonderful resource, and we've got it here at Focus on the Family. Uh, We'd ask you to make a donation, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift of any amount. Uh, Give that some consideration. Donate as you can. We'll send the book to you. And Danny's team has a number of other tools to help you. The website is rich with parenting resources. One of those is an article by Dr. John Trent, a good friend of this ministry. It's called Five Emotional and Relational Intelligence Skills. Uh, It's a short read. It's quick, very insightful, and we'll link over to it in the episode notes. We'll have Matt and Lisa Jacobson here next time for ideas about loving your daughter. And for now, on behalf of Danny and the team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.